good morning and welcome to What the Paranormal with Miss Hyde. So today we are going to talk about um, personal experience I had at o old Ohio Idaho State Penitentiary. Um, I was there about maybe 10 to 12 years ago. Um, I went to go visit some friends. And I love to go look at, you know, old locations, haunted locations. Now, <clears throat> I really didn't do any research whatsoever on the old penitentiary. Um, I just Googled it. It looked interesting and I just went, didn't do any research, didn't do anything. But some interesting things happened to me while I was there. But I want to give you guys a little rundown on the penitentiary before uh, I jump into my story. Um, it, uh, from the beginning, it was a single cell um, penitentiary um, surrounded by a 17 foot high sandstone wall. The stone was quarried um, from the nearby ridges by the convicts themselves, um, and they also assisted in the construction of other buildings um, later on. Um, let's see. Over its 101 years of operation, the penitentiary received more than 13,000 inmates, with a maximum population of a little over 600. Now. 215 of those were women, um, and they were two famous inmates, Harry, Harry Orchard and Lida Southard. Um, Orchard assassinated former Governor Frank Swedenberg, I butchered that, sorry, in 1905, and um, Southard was known as Idaho's Lady Bluebeard for killing several of her husbands to collect their life insurance. What a wonderful lady. Now, um, the prison had a couple riots. Um, in 1952, 1971, and 1973, um, serious riots um, occurred over their living conditions in the prison. Um, 416 uh, inmates were moved to the new Idaho State Correctional Institution, south of Boise, and the old Idaho Penitentiary closed in 1973. Um, <clears throat> so let's get into the experience I had. Now, when you visit old, the penitentiary, it's a gravel road. Or I don't know if it's still a gravel road, but it's a gravel road. So this particular day, I went with my friend. And driving up, I just got the funny feeling that I was being looked at or being watched from my right side. I couldn't pinpoint it. I couldn't. You know, think, well, why am I being watched at? What are, who's looking at me? Um, 
and it should have dawned on me, but it didn't. No. Like I said, I didn't do any research on it. I didn't do anything. I thought it was just a wall that surrounded the penitentiary. Well, it turns out that they're catwalks with towers, um, guard towers, and I didn't know that. Again, I didn't do my research. So we had parked the car, and I was getting my, you know, digital recorder ready. I was getting my, um, camera ready, and, you know, I was making sure I had all my stuff in check, and we started to walk, and we walked probably a couple feet, and we started hearing as if people were walking behind us. And we turned around and nobody was there. And I looked at my friend and he looked at me and I go, did you hear that? He goes, yeah. I'm not crazy. And then um, the closer we got to the main entrance, I turned to my friend. I go, I have a funny feeling that I'm being watched. Like, I hear footsteps and it sounds like there's a dog walking. And that's when he told me, he's all like, um... The guard catwalks are above us, and like the towers. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, what was I doing? I was like, I'm getting that weird feeling, like I'm being stalked or whatever. So we went in, and you know, there was a guided tour, and then there was a self tour. Well, I don't do very well with guided tours. Um, they tell you all the stories and everything. But I like to do the self-tour because I like to, I don't know, pick up on things that, that, you know, are unique. So, um, we paid our, you know, donation for the self-tour and we walked in. Now, the inside, pretty big. Um, a lot of the buildings had been destroyed in fires and stuff like that, so um, it shows you uh, the damages. I think it was the mess hall that was one of them that was damaged. So I turned around and I saw this building away from the rest of the buildings, and it turns out to be the women's prison or the women's cell block. I went in there and it, you know, it didn't feel as cold as the rest of the prison, but it didn't feel homey, if that makes any sense. Um, but in the process of going through the cell blocks and taking pictures and stuff, I had reached in to snap a picture, a better picture, so I put my hand into the cell, and I felt this cold breeze um, come across. And I quickly pulled my hand out. And my friends are all like, you felt that. And I go, yeah. And it's not like the normal breezes that I usually feel. This one was more like a hand. Like somebody had like just barely touched me. So I went around, read about the different women that were there. And, you know, their crimes and all that stuff. Um, we walked out, and to the side of the building, um, there was a rose garden. Now, 
this is where I had my first encounter. Um, which I didn't make any sense of it, but um, I should have. So I wanted to go close because it says that there was an outdoor gallows and I didn't know where the outdoor gallows was. They didn't have anything set up. You know, this is where the outdoor gallows was. Turns out the outdoor gallows was where the rose garden was. So as I was walking closer to the rose garden, I started getting this ridiculous cough that I couldn't contain myself. I kept coughing and coughing and coughing and it felt like my throat was getting tight. And my friend was like, are you kidding? You want some water? And he gave me some water and it didn't help. It's like I was struggling to swallow. So um, I walked away from that area and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to walk and see if it goes away. So we were walking away from the Rose Garden and we were walking by the um, solitary confinement and we were walking by the mess house. When all of a sudden it stopped, I can breathe, my throat didn't feel tight. Um, I was like, that was totally weird. And again, I didn't think anything of it. So, you know, we did our rounds. Um, we walked around. Uh, we walked by uh, the showers. Now the showers to me gave me this weird, creepy feeling. Um, I couldn't my finger on it um but it just felt, felt very claustrophobic um we walked into the main cell blocks um a lot of the cells were welded shut and a couple of them were very uh, were open and i walked in and i got scared i was like terrified to walk in and i usually don't get scared and anything because I grew up in a house that is haunted and it had a lot of ghosts in it. But walking into this particular main cell block, I heard whistling from the upper um, floor. I think it was the third floor, third or fourth floor. I heard talking amongst cellmates amongst the prisoners I heard rattling on the um, the doors and when I'm hearing all this stuff I look over at my friend and he's, uh, and he's uh, like this is so cool and I go really you don't hear anything and mind you at this time I had my digital recorder going on and I also had the recorder on my phone going and he's all like, no, I'm just, this is cool because you were able to go up and go into some of the cell blocks. So you wanted to go up and go into some of the cell blocks. I was like, uh, yeah, no. And he's all like, why? You feel something? And I go, I just, I'm very uncomfortable right now. It feels like I'm getting stared at 100%. And I don't like that feeling. And he's all, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So like, I'm like calling, um, my guardians, my ancestors, I'm like bringing them down, you know, just to, to protect me. And I walk in and I'm taking pictures and I can hear 
right next to me. Hey, baby. But it was like in a deep voice. And I tell her, I turned around to my friend, I'm out. I'm, I'm not going to stand here and I'm not going to, no, uh-uh. So he was taking pictures and I was on the main floor and I'm like with the camera up looking, taking pictures and I was going through some of the photos and lo and behold, there's something in one of the cell blocks and I'm looking at it and then I'm looking at where I was standing and lo and behold, that's where I was standing. And I was like, oh, hell no, uh-uh, no, no, not today, Satan. And, um, you know, we walked out, and a lot of the, because my friend is 6'6", six, six, so he had to, like, kind of bend down to get through the doors. So uh, we walked out of there, and I played back to the recorder, and I go, before I played it, I told him, I heard loudly whistling, chit-chat, and I heard, hey, baby. And he's all like, I didn't hear any of that. And I go, I know you didn't, because you would have looked at me, and I would have looked at you, and we would have been later. And we played it back, and what I heard was on the digital recorder. And he's all like, no shit, you do have connection with the dead, and I go, mm, I don't want to call it that, but okay, so, um, they had moved the outdoor gallows to inside, to, um, death row, I guess, maximum, maximum, maximum security, which is a newer building in a newer wing of the the um, penitentiary and I wasn't really into it or whatever so I was like alright whatever so we walked in there and same thing I heard chit chat amongst prisoners um, not as much as I did in the main cell block but I heard a lot of chit chat in um, that one and when we went up to where the gallow, where they would hung, hang their, their prisoners, I got that sensation that I got at the Rose Garden. And I told uh, my friend, I go, this is weird. Um, it feels like somebody, they try to hang somebody, but they didn't die right away. They struggled. They were gasping for air. And... Mind you, I just threw that out because that's the first thing that popped into my head. And my friend goes, huh, it's weird. You know, so we took pictures and, and stuff like that. And um, we continued our tour. And, you know, they had the old-fashioned, you know, gates and all that stuff. And we went to uh, we went to the office and I asked one of the guides. And I go, can I question, you know, like, me being me, the outdoor gallows, where was that, and she's all like, oh, by the rose garden, I'm like, okay, she's all, why, and I go, well, because I was walking toward the rose garden, and I got this really bad cough and tightening of the throat, 
that I thought, you know, like, oh my God, I did I swallow my spit wrong? Did I, uh, you know, what happened here? And my friend tried to give me water and it just struggled to, to swallow the water. She's like, you're about the third person who um, tells us that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, come to find out that um, a news reporter also experienced the same thing um, when they went to go do a story there. And um, Ghost Adventures also did an episode there. And um, turns out that they had some experiences in the same area where I picked up a lot of experiences. So um, from being followed by a guard and his dog to ghost footsteps on the gravel to hearing um, uh, prisoners talk amongst themselves, rattling of the, of the cell doors, the whistling, the gallows, um, all that stuff I, I encountered in my three hour visit to um, Idaho, the old Idaho State Penitentiary. Now, if you want to go check it out, you can check it out. I'm not sure if they uh, are open right now for COVID, but it's a, a very unique place to visit. Um, Idaho has a lot of places to visit that are very interesting and unique, and that was one of them that I remember clearly because it just, it was, it was a lot, there was a lot of energy there, and um, I picked up without intentionally, but I picked up, you know, on, on a lot of things, so, with that being said, this is a very short episode, I thought I'd drop by more um, personal experiences with um, the paranormal. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram at What the Paranormal, Twitter at What the Paranormal, um, Facebook. Um, our page is uh, What the Paranormal. Don't forget to leave us a message. Um, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Pocket Cast, Google Plus, Google Podcasts, um, Radio Public, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You have a wonderful day. Don't forget to stay safe with this COVID. Stay six feet. Wear your mask. Try to stay safe. And we'll talk to you again. Don't forget to keep it ghosting. See you. If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips that won't set any limits that you can earn money then I would recommend Anchor. Now Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record and upload um, you can throw in um, 
soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly. And um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing. Now, most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Thank you.